Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry, and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach, and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable, and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly, can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello and welcome to episode number 33. Now, first up, before I go any further, I just wanted to take a few moments to say thank you. Um, I love knowing that people are listening to the episodes and they share, you know, you guys are sharing thoughts with me and sending me messages and I feel very thankful and grateful that you're spending the time um, listening to my thoughts and, and what I have to say in regards to these topics. Um, you could really be spending this time doing anything. So I just wanted to share some love and say thank you for the support. It really does mean a lot. Um, and I hope that it is helping you to, you know, uncover some personal things and drive your business forward and, and ultimately move forward in whatever your endeavors are in the fitness industry. So thank you very, very much. Now, today's episode... Um, it's based on a post that I put up yesterday on my own Instagram feed and the post was received with a fair bit of polarity. Um, it was definitely a bolshy post and it was it, it was quite triggering for a lot of people um, and I wanted to break into that because I think that it's a topic that needs to be discussed and I think that a lot of us go through it but we often don't want to admit it because there's just so much shame and so many mixed emotions around it. So the post that I put up yesterday, um, it was a carousel of like six different slides. And the first slide says, said scarcity driven business looks like. And I went into it, I went on to explain five different scenarios of what it looks like when we're running a business out of scarcity. And like, holy shit. Some of the stuff, I'll give you an example if you haven't seen it. The first one was at the demands of your notifications. So you're jumping and reacting at the ding of your notifications, not being able to switch off your Instagram because you have to always be available, always be on 24-7 for your clients. Um, that was one of the things that can indicate that we're driving a business or working out of space, working out of a space of scarcity. Um, some other stuff was like feeling like you should always be on. And like when you have got some time to switch off and, and take some downtime, you can't even do that because you feel like you should be doing more things or, oh my gosh, I should be pushing forward. Who am I to, you know, relax? I'm lazy. Um, so truly feeling like even when you do have downtime that it doesn't feel rested, um, that's a, another scarcity driven behavior. Um, some of the other stuff that was on there was also like um, completely obsessing about planning and, and then not like fully pulling the trigger and actually going ahead and executing these plans. Um, so constantly brainstorming, constantly like 
you know, obsessing and calling it things like I have high standards or I'm a perfectionist and just going around in a circle over and over again. But when push comes to shove, like nothing is actually happening and these plans are not even like leaving the paper or leaving our heads. Um, and another one that I think is really important to talk about is like scarcity driven business can look like always feeling lost, even though when you actually stop and start to think about it, you're on track, you're meeting your targets, you are still progressing, but people in a scarcity driven state cannot like appreciate or see it for what it is. So when I posted that, um, the reason I posted it is because I literally was like every example on those slides. And I do think that in the industry that we're in, um, you know, we know that the work we do already is, it's very demanding. Like we are obviously working with human beings. We have a lot of, um, a lot of, I guess, unfavorable conditions in which we're working in. We're working in really early mornings sometimes, obviously really late, split shifts. Um, and we're dealing with people at, at their best and their worst sometimes. And I do think that, given the work that we do, um, you know, sometimes we can take on stuff that is coming to us from our clients. Um, It can be emotionally draining and really, really mentally taxing. And I do find that a lot of coaches will like keep running and running and running their business and doing all the things and like, you know, creating the plans and, and thinking of all of these ideas to grow their business and it's not driven out of out of a state of being completely abundant and feeling like they are in charge of their business. It's really driven out of a scarcity state of what are other people doing? I need to be better. I'm not earning enough. I'm not getting my clients good enough results. And scarcity-driven business and the way we run our business out of that state, it is like fucking exhausting. And the whole point of me bringing that post to the attention um, and it definitely, you know, shook people up a bit. I wanted to bring that up because I see it like, and for me, it was actually almost a reason why I left the industry in 2016 because I was running a business out of scarcity. I was like, you know, doing campaigns to get new clients in. I was constantly at the whim of my clients. Whenever my phone would go off, it was like I had to check it now. Um, I just really couldn't relax. Like I was always really fucking highly strung. And that meant that like in order to, well, that meant that when I had time with my partner or I wanted to go and do some other stuff that was outside of work and coaching, I just couldn't like really engage with that. And I really couldn't enjoy it. And I was always wondering why I was also tired and exhausted and like snappy because I was snappy to my partner. Um, and I actually felt very, very anxious all the fucking time. And I didn't understand it because on paper, like it looked great. My business was going well. Um, my clients were getting results. I was making, you know, decent income, but like the feelings of the feelings that matched that didn't coincide. I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel like I was fulfilled or pushing forward with like my goals. I just always felt like really fucking beat up. And it took a while for me to really understand that all of these things that I was trying to do with my business they weren't coming out of a good space. They were coming out of scarcity and fear and comparison and expectations and all of those thoughts and feelings that were making me do all these things and like, you know, start all these projects and whatever it was in the business. And I would always start these things out of that state and just wonder why I never fully felt like 
true to me and like fully felt not necessarily real, but like I couldn't truly just sit there and appreciate what was happening. And the things that I were doing actually were like really successful. Like if I wanted to have new clients, I could get new clients by, you know, looking at lead generation and sales and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it, I was I was really good at getting clients results. I was really good at engaging with people. Um, I had good rapport, good trust, all of that kind of stuff, right? But it was just exhausting all the fucking time. And that was like the biggest wake up call for me is that I was burning myself to the ground trying to do all these things. And all these things were driven by just so much fucking fear, like fear that if I didn't do these things, I, you know, wouldn't be earning the money that I needed to earn, or I wouldn't have the clients on board and I wouldn't get the results. And then they would leave and, you know, my business would kind of fold on itself. And so I always had all this fear and this anxious, all this anxious energy that was sitting in me. And that's how I lived. And that's how I was making decisions in the business. And that's not a good way to live. Like it's constantly on edge, right? And, you know, it was, it was got to a point where um, I, I really started to get a wake up call. Like I was, I was so anxious. Like it got to a point where I couldn't, I couldn't go out anywhere. Like all my life back then from like 2015, like, yeah, like 15 and 16, um, it was heavily evolved around like going to the gym, coaching, coming home, like flopping on the couch and I couldn't really do anything else. And like, I'd always be like saying things like I'm tired or, you know, it's early mornings. It's like nights. I just don't have the energy, but like I do so many more things now and I have energy to go and do other things that I want to do. And it wasn't that I had so many things to do. It's that I was just constantly on edge and that in itself was depleting my energy and making me feel absolutely shit. And it just got to a point where you know, I had to have a wake up call and be like, can I actually do this anymore? And 2016 is truly when I had that. And I'd been in the industry since 2013. So that's not a very long time for a career to really feel fucking burnt out. But I was, and this is what appears for coaches when we're, we're driving a business from a scarcity state, we get burnt out. And when I was like really contemplating what I wanted to do, I was saying to myself, I literally cannot imagine doing this the way that I'm operating now in another five years. I will like completely kick myself on the ass. And that's when I realized that things really, really needed to change. And, you know, when I put the post up yesterday about those examples of what a scarcity driven business looks like, you know, I do know that it resonated with some people and it did like poke the bear on a, a lot of people because they do see some of those behaviors as well, but it's really hard to admit, admit that we are working in that state because we, you know, kind of brush it off and say it's things like I'm, I'm motivated or I'm growth minded or I'm just passionate or whatever that is. But it's not like if you break it down, are you going to the weekend and are you just like so on your ass that you can't even enjoy any of the time because it's always like hustle, hustle mode. So I want you to think about that, like some of those examples that I gave at the start. Just think about if that's some of the thoughts that you're feeling as well. And there is no fucking like, there is, what's the word? It's like, there's no shame in saying that that's how you operate. And for a, such a long time, I felt so much shame around it. Like I didn't want to talk about it because I had everything that on paper looked really good, right? Like I had, I had good income. I had awesome clients. We were getting results. We were enjoying ourselves in the gym, all of that kind of stuff that 
we had this image of everything going well, but I didn't want to let in that when I went home, like I was having trouble sleeping. And in the weekend, you know, I didn't want to spend time with my partner or couldn't even sit for a fucking movie because I was always on edge and having to check my phone and all that kind of stuff. So it took a lot for me to recognize that was there because it was just so much shame and vulnerability around it. Um, But when I truly leaned into it and went there, it meant that I could change things, right? Because I want to stay in this industry and I want to continue to do this work. But if I'm constantly driving it out of that energy depletion state, then I ain't going to have anything left. And that's not a very enjoyable life to live. Um, so yeah, have a, have a think about that. Now, what I wanted to talk about is like how we can actually have a look to change that. Because if you're in that state and you're truly recognizing that, hey, I probably have some of those things you've talked about, like it doesn't have to be like that, but it does take active work. Now, I think it's important to, first of all, before we go into kind of some things to consider on how we can change that, it is, it is important to recognize the impacts and consequences of when we drive our business from a scarcity state. Um, and like I mentioned there, like some of the consequences and impacts were very much on my personal life outside of my coaching. Like it's not to say that at that point in time, my relationship was crumbling or anything like that, but like it wasn't, it wasn't like I was fully there. Like I know I wasn't there. I wasn't, I wasn't present with my partner. Um, you know, I live in a different country to my family. Um, and I would always, you know, say that I couldn't talk to them because I was always doing different hours that they were doing and blah, blah, blah. But like, it was just because I had no fucking energy to want to talk to them. And I didn't want to even share that relationship with them. So it impacted me personally so much on the relationships that I had. And also from a business point of view, like I was still making good money and I was getting clients results, but the scarcity driven business and the energy depletion and mental toll that I was feeling, it really like, it put me in this kind of like concrete box of not being able to do anything or make any decisions outside of what I was doing. That was the biggest impact and consequences that I felt. So what that means is like, when I wanted to make changes in my business, increasing my prices, um, starting to look at introducing semi-private models and group models and all that kind of stuff. And really like um, focusing on who I wanted to work with. I, I like didn't feel like I had the confidence, energy, like to actually make those decisions and stand true to them. And so what would happen is that I take more clients on, right? You know, I would... Um, I would just say yes to fucking everything. And because I was in that scarcity driven state, I couldn't make decisions to better leverage my time. Truly. I couldn't make decisions to take my prices up and really like focus on who I wanted to work with because it was for me, it was like, if I make a change, everything's going to fucking unfold and everything is going to implode on itself. And that's the impact of that scarcity state I was in. I felt that even if I made one little decision, everything that I'd worked my like so hard for would be fucking gone. And it just, yeah, like it, it kept me so stuck in that scarcity state because I just felt like nothing could change. And like I said, on paper, it looks like I had had everything. Like I, I had really good things. I had, you know, good income, good relationship with my clients. And I didn't want to even like 
breathe to to even fucking entertain any changes because I just thought everything was going to be taken away from me and I worked so hard for it so that's how it was like this vicious cycle right of being so scarcity driven that I couldn't make any changes and then it made me more burnt out because I was taking more on because I said yes to everything and I was just like perpetually fucking making it worse for myself um and that was that was a really shit time and it was like it was like it makes sense that I really entertained if I can do this anymore. Um, and thankfully, like I did lean into what was going on because if I continued to work like that, I wouldn't be in the, in the industry now. And I do think that this is one of the reasons why coaches leave the industry because it's, it's hard, it's taxing and it can be driven by a lot of comparison and expectations and what are other people doing and all of that kind of stuff. And if we don't check it, like check yourself before you wreck yourself, it's like it's it's got to be done. So this is if this is kind of resonating with you and you can hear some stuff that you're going, yeah, OK, fuck, that makes sense. Or, yeah, me too. You know, it can be changed. And I want to have a look at like maybe giving you some suggestions or some thoughts to open into around what can be done now. Let's talk about growth and fixed mindsets, right? Like we know that when it comes to a fixed mindset, people that have a fixed mindset, you know, they believe that everything is fixed. Um, your intelligence is the way it is. Some people are good at, are good at one thing. Other people are good at another. Things can't be learned. Things can't be changed. Um, very much like this is it, this is the, the cards that I've been dealt and this is how I'm going to live my life. Compared to a growth mindset, someone with a growth mindset obviously believes that things can change, people can evolve, um, you know, life can be dictated in whichever way you choose it to be. Um, there is just lot, a lot more opportunity to be had in this world. So when it comes to a growth and fixed mindset, I definitely think that scarcity and abundance like mirror those two things so scarcity and fixed makes sense that they go together so scarcity meaning I'm you know I have a scarcity around signing clients or not being good at sales or not being able to make any changes in my business because I don't I don't have the confidence to do that like that makes sense that fixed and scarcity go together right we believe that what we have can't be changed and what we have is what it is Whereas if you've got growth mindset and abundance, they make sense that they go together. Abundance means that obviously we have lots of things going on. Um, we, we feel that if we want something to happen, we can think about it and we can navigate changes. Um, we feel plentiful, creative, inspired, lots of, you know, lots of things, um, unlimited, all of those kind of words for abundance. And someone with the growth mindset believes that things can change and be forged and be created. So those two things go hand in hand. And if someone is in that state of driving a business out of scarcity and they're feeling those impacts and consequences, whether it's personal or professional, and obviously from an energy management point of view, if you're constantly feeling exhausted and you feel like nothing is either getting better or you're not pushing forward, we can look to change the way we approach our business when we start to consider a growth and abundant way of living. And I'm going to give you like five different things that I want you to kind of break into and have a, have a think about because we, we know that we have the ability to change the way we think. 
Like we know that we can rewire our thoughts. We know that our brain is really, really malleable. We know that our thoughts and our thoughts are derived from our brain. And we know that our thoughts directly impact the way that we feel. You know, if we're thinking things of a negative nature, it's not like we're going to come out being like, hey, I'm so fucking happy. I'm ready to tackle the world. We know that those negative thoughts are going to impact how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about the environment. And we also know that our thoughts and feelings then drive actions and, and behaviors and things that we actually do. So if we're starting our day and we're living our life in a negative state and we're thinking that we're shit and we're not, you know, we don't have the skills or nothing's going to change, we're going to feel crap. We're going to feel defeated before, before we've even started the, the day. And the actions that we take are definitely not going to be inspired and creative. They are probably going to be quite safe or, you know, they might just be plodding along or they might be going backwards or going, throwing our ears up in the air and saying, fuck it. So we know that our thoughts are so fucking powerful and they have the ability to like, just navigate anything that we want to in our life. And if we want to move out of that scarcity state, we have to really start considering where we are on the growth and abundant um, wavelength because tapping into that power and tapping into that side, we can change the way we operate a business, which means we can change our enjoyment and our life as a coach and as, as a business owner. So the first thing I want you to think about is to consider when we're looking at moving into that growth and abundance state is recognition of your thoughts like we know that we have to gain some awareness of what is going on in our thoughts and our feelings. And it's definitely a skill set that needs to be like practiced. It doesn't just happen and people don't just get good at it out of thin air. And also it doesn't just it doesn't just happen once and then it's done. It's not a set and forget. So we have to have recognition over how powerful our thoughts are and what those thoughts are actually going through at different periods of our, of, of our day. Now, I'll give you an example today. I um, had a, an experience happen this morning, which I didn't, I didn't expect was going to happen. I didn't, like, I didn't even think waking up that that would be, you know, how the event would unfold. Um, I was really optimistic. Um, I was really looking forward to the event of which I was engaged in, and it went completely the opposite. And I felt really defeated and I felt really like I didn't feel heard and I felt really closed off by the end of that that experience and I knew that I had some work to do today and I had a shower and came out of the shower and I felt really just shit I felt really glum like my face was just flat and I was just like Ugh, I can't be fucked today and I also knew though that I had work to do and I really wanted to record a podcast today and I knew that if I wanted to show up for you guys and show up for the task that I had planned to do today, I had two choices. And that was to stay in that negative state and stay in that fucking poor me. And that was so shit. And, you know, why did that happen? Blah, blah, blah. I could stay there and then have a podcast that was just like so off topic or I didn't do it at all. But I knew I just I didn't want to I don't want to live my day like that today. So I had to do some work around what went on, I bounced off with someone that I trust who can take me through how I was feeling as well. So who could actually hear me. Um, and I recognized the power of what was going on and the power of these thoughts. So I really just changed it. And I sat down, um, I put some songs on actually, I didn't really want to read. I wasn't feeling, I was feeling a bit angry and I couldn't even be fucked reading. So I put some music on, um, 
to help influence the change in my thoughts. And I was able to get out of that state because I had the ability to recognize what was going on. So that's the first step. And the first thing that I want you to consider is recognition of the power of your thoughts. We need to go there and we need to take that time to be present and recognize the impacts of if we stay in that state, how is that going to influence our behavior going forward? Are you okay with that? Yes, no. If you want to change it, you've got to change, like you've got to be active in changing that. It doesn't just happen. Things don't magically get better. Now, the second thing that I want you to consider when we're looking to change into that growth and abundance state is look like look at what you do have as opposed to what you like as as opposed to always looking at what you don't have. I do find that you know, this is typical of so many people. We like, we focus so much on our weaknesses. You know, that's that old saying of build your weaknesses. I'm like unpopular opinion. I don't agree with it. I, I think it's, I mean, it's obviously important to build on things that we could get better at, but if we are constantly obsessing about what we're fucking not good at, how does that make us feel? So the way I like to think about it is build your strengths first and then pull up your weaknesses always build on the things that you're good at. Like, because you're good at something, don't just let it sit there. Take, like, take the time and really give it more juice instead of always focusing on, fuck, I need to get better at this, or I'm not good at that, or I have a lack of here. Like, if you're constantly thinking that, you're constantly going to be feeling half, like, half, half full. Constantly going to be feeling like you're not good enough or, you know, you need to be doing better or you don't, you have a lack of. So I want you to think about that reframe. Like, look at what you do have, look at what you are good at and, and look at that stuff on a regular basis because you get to choose the channel in your head. You constantly look at what you're good at or you're constantly looking at what you're not good at. Obviously, we know that if you're in either state, that's hugely going to dictate how you feel about yourself and then ultimately the actions that you take from that. Okay. Now, the next thing that I want you to consider when we're starting to think about moving out of a scarcity-driven state into abundance and into growth is actually thinking about fucking dreaming a little bit bigger. Like I was on a conversation with with a coach yesterday in regards to um, an upcoming program that I've got, and she is so like stronghold by fear and doubt and a lack of confidence, right? And I asked her a couple of questions and we started to explore and I said, look, I want you to just put aside thoughts of, is this possible or can I do it or any of those limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts that you put on yourself. And I want you to really fucking entertain what is possible. I want you to entertain what could your life be like as a coach? What, you know, what would your days be like? What would you be doing on a Monday afternoon? Um, how would you be feeling when you wake up on a Friday and as a coach, as opposed to being in a corporate world that you fucking hate? Like, let's let's allow ourselves to entertain those thoughts and allow ourselves to dream a little bit fucking bigger. And I do find that so many people cut themselves off from even like opening into these thoughts before it's even started. And if, if we know the model of thoughts drive feelings, drive actions, and we're not even entertaining any thoughts about what if and what is out there, like, do we have a shit show of building something different? No. So I want you to think about like, dream bigger seems so fucking cliche, but 
Like I'm such a fan of it. Like I want you to think about the biggest fucking things that you want to do with your life and what you want to achieve with your business and what you want to do with your clients. And I want you to just like open into those thoughts because no one is going to like tell you that that's wrong. No one's going to be like, sorry, you can't have those thoughts. So allow yourself to go there. And one thing I also want you to do is share those goals and share share those thoughts with people that you trust. We know that when we start to open into these things and and give them life and and allow them to go more than your head, it just breathes so much more into it. So I want you to think about that and fucking hashtag dream a little bit bigger. (coughs) Excuse me. Just going to grab some water. All right. Now, the next one that I want you to think about when we're considering moving from a scarcity-driven business and a scarcity-driven state into growth and abundance is fucking check yourself on your language. Like, and I'm not just talking about swearing. Like, no, I'm not talking about swearing at all. That's like a completely different context. I don't care if you swear. Um, I want you to think about the internal dialogue, the language that you have that, first of all, you are saying in your head. What are the thoughts that you are saying to yourself? You know, what, like what is constantly going through your head on a regular basis? Are you saying thoughts that are diminishing yourself as a person, diminishing how you feel about yourself? I need you to be aware of the internal language because the internal language will dictate how you fucking feel. And if you're an asshole to yourself, you are going to feel like a sack of shit, period, right? And I'm not just saying you have to sit there and do all these affirmations on yourself. I am smart. I am strong. I am blah, blah, blah. But like you have to be active and pulling your shit up when you are being a complete asshole to yourself. Like there's that saying of think about what you would say to yourself and would you say that to your best friend or your mom or your daughter or whatever it is. I truly want you to fucking think about that. Like I remember when I first started to break into these thoughts of my internal dialogue, which was like, oh, she, the internal dialogue that I used to have was complete horseshit. It was It was awful. It was fucking emotional abuse. And no wonder I felt as anxious as I did. No wonder I felt as shit as I did and just could not like love myself and could not appreciate my body, my mind, my everything that I was as a person. No wonder I couldn't do that because there was fucking emotional abuse going through my head every day because of the thoughts that I was saying to myself. And you have, you have to pull yourself up. You have to recognize when it's going on and do something to get out of it. And that's why when the internal dialogue comes up, you either need to listen, read, engage with something that is going to put something different in your head or, and which I think is more powerful, you need to fucking share it with someone. Because we know that when we stay in our thoughts, they are like, it's like a toddler running around in a fucking like, shop like on sugar it just goes crazy right it just smashes everything and throws stuff off and wants to put everything in its mouth and blah 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 blah. like it doesn't have the capacity to control itself but that's why I think it's important to have someone that you trust that you can bounce off because they can take you out of that crazy fucking toddler state and I also want you to think about your language the language that you use externally with people the way you describe things the way you engage with people and like have conversation, is it super negative? Is it super demoralizing language? Is it really, is it language that's keeping you and others small? I want you to just open that lens and think about how the internal thoughts you might have are actually like coming out and influencing how you engage with people. So that's one thing I want you to think about is language. And 
from that one, I need you to be thinking about we we truly have a choice on on how we think, right? Like, of course, as people, we have so many experiences, things that have happened in our life. Um, you know, people have got really deep trauma. Think people have had experiences that have made them feel a different way, have created beliefs in themselves. There's all of these things in which we gain as we live as human beings. And there has got to be a point where if you know and recognize that your thoughts are really impacting your behaviors and actions in a way that you don't like, like nothing is going to fucking change until you decide that enough is enough and you are over it. And this is one thing in our life that we have complete fucking control over. And that is the way that we think and the thoughts that are going through our head. And I know that sometimes it can feel so hard to be like, I can't change the way I think. And it can feel really helpless. And you can often feel like you don't have a control in that area at all. But you do. Everyone has a choice around the internal thoughts. And of course, there are things that need to be done to help nourish those internal thoughts. And if you are not doing those things, then that is on you. But the language you use internally and externally, that is only ever going to come from you. So you've got to have a point in your t- in your life where it's like, you know what, like I'm fucking over being this asshole to myself. And I think sometimes that a lot of people never get to that state because they don't want to go and, and entertain those thoughts or really hear what's going on because it's horrible and it's shameful and it's vulnerable and all of that kind of stuff. But if you want to change it, you have to go there and you have to really open into what that asshole has saying to you, okay? Now, the last thing that I want us just to finish on is we really have to, if we're thinking about moving out of a scarcity state and into abundance, which abundance and growth go hand in hand, we have to really foster a growth mindset. And the way that I like to think about a growth mindset is the only the way that I do it is I always just think that I'm a beginner in life. I always consider that I am just such a speck on this planet and I have just got so much to learn and so much to gain from anything and everything on this planet. And when I when I give myself that perspective and think about myself as this little speck on the planet amongst these, well, I don't even know what the population is now, like a seven, eight billion people on this planet. Like when I just think about that, it really just puts a different perspective that, you know what, like stop staying in your head because it can get really self-indulgent sometimes, right? Like if we're in that negative state and we just keep going around, around and around, like we're self-indulgent fucking self-deprecating our shit. And if I enter my days and enter my world as a beginner and, you know, someone that just has so much to gain from this planet, like it's easy to go into a growth mindset and it's easy to want to learn and, and easy to want to engage in new things and expand my mind. So I want you to think about a growth mindset like that. Like we are all beginners in this game of life, right? Like we have just, we know nothing. We know nothing and we know everything as well. We have experienced some things before, but in the grand scheme, we've experienced nothing. And there's just so many things on this planet that we can gain from. And when we explore and gain perspective and start to venture out of our small little bubble that is our world, it just, it opens your minds to so many possibilities and opportunities and relationships. And there's just so much beauty of thinking like that. And it just means that when we're in that growth state and when the influence is being in abundance, 
like you don't have a capacity to go into a scarcity and a scarcity driven state. You don't go into that fixed state. So that's how I want you to think about it. Those five things that I've talked about today is really consider some of these things. If you're feeling like, you know, you're constantly exhausted, you're at the whim of your phone, you're at the whim of your clients and you just can't truly relax in the weekend and you're fucking stressed out and you know, like your eating habits are all over the place or you're inconsistent with your training or whatever it might be. Scarcity-driven business, like it shows up in different ways for coaches and business owners. And I need you to like, well, I don't need you. Like I think for yourself, like you need to recognize, is this something that's happening to you? Because if we don't do it, the consequences of that is that we get completely cooked on our ass, completely burnt out, and we can't do the work that we love. And this is like, you have to drop your ego with this work and you have to fully lean into it and be like, you know what? Like, fuck, there's some stuff that's probably going to come up that is terrifying and scary, but the alternative to where I'm at now is so much better. It's just so much more fulfilling and whole. Um, And I can guarantee that this work, like I definitely, I was, I was a person and a coach and a business owner um, that was just living out of scarcity. And I was always like, I had no time and I always had so many things to do. And my life now is way more hectic than it was back then. You know, I'm a mum now, I've got a gym, I've got a team, I'm married. Like there are so many more responsibilities that I have. And I know that I wouldn't have been able to live and do the things that I do now back in that scarcity driven state because it would have just been so fucking much and I wouldn't be wouldn't have been able to cope and I can cope fine like I actually get people saying man you must be so stressed out and you know you must really want to take time off and all this kind of stuff and I'm like no like there are definitely moments where I go through stress but it's you stress as as opposed to distress google that it's really interesting so you stress meaning it's a good version of stress stress and it's a stress that I'm willing to go through as opposed to distress where I feel distressed about what's going on I don't feel distressed about what's going on and right now I'm in the middle of my gym being closed for five fucking months because of pandemic I don't feel distressed I feel like I feel capable and there's definitely times where it's hard and I have to obviously you know expend mental energy to do a lot of the things that are going on right now but I I would not want to be anywhere else and I don't feel scared or I don't feel like I'm burnt out I just I feel like I'm on I'm on track and I'm where I need to be and this is where you can be as well as having all these extra things in your life and growing your business and you know if you want to stay in the industry and and be able to grow to that state whatever that looks like for you we have to tackle it from an abundant and growth mindset um So I hope that gave you something to think about. Um, And I really do hope that some of the people that, you know, potentially got triggered from the post that I put up yesterday can see that a trigger is not bad and getting triggered is a fucking sign that a sign that you need to point attention there. And that to me, that's how I view triggers. Triggers hurt and triggers trigger you because you know it's fucking true. So if you're triggered by some of that stuff, like I urge you to to take the ego off and take the mask off and, and bear down as a beginner. And, and realize that we've got lots to learn. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for joining me. Bye. 
Thank you for spending some time with me today. I hope that um, gave you some stuff to think about. Now, I would love if you could please subscribe to this podcast, share this episode in this podcast if that feels right for you. Um, And I'd really love to do that because I think that the wider we can continue to reach this type of work and these type of themes that I discuss, it's really important to me Um, because I do think that a lot of the time, some of this work that we go through coaches don't necessarily consider it or when they do face these challenges feel like they're helpless and you know they're an alien and they don't know where to go but having been in the industry for a while now I see common struggles continue to come up and I know that these things can be worked through and they can you know they can be put to rest and and we can continue to stay in the industry and have a a thriving business and and a life that we enjoy so I would love if you could you know share some messages and and let's see if we can reach some more coaches Um, if you wanted to get in contact or see more things about what I'm doing you can head to my website which is womaninstrength.com.au or you can also follow me on Instagram womaninstrength underscore I will speak to you next week bye